Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Ladies, good evening. It is ladies night. I don't know if you're ready for some ladies night tonight, but we are super happy that you can join us tonight. We are here in your show, our show, Level Up Girl. Get ready. Go ahead and tag somebody. Tonight is going to be lit. It's going to be on fire for Jesus. We're going to be talking about great things for the Lord and um, that is going to soothe our heart. I think that um, this has been one of the greatest seasons yet. I am in love with what we've been talking about. It has been so great to be joining you ladies again. I want to say welcome to all the ladies that are logging on as we start. Uh, my name is Pastor Lucy, and I am your host. And I'm your co-host, Fannie Blasa. And we are ready to start this uh, episode, episode three. We are in season four, and it's called My Sister's Keeper. So, uh, Fannie, tell me, how did you enjoy last week's uh, uh, interview that we had? Last week's interview was our first actual interview yes. on Level Up Girl, which is extremely exciting. Um, and we had a super, super special guest, uh, evangelist Claudia Morales, who just threw so many gems out there yes. to us ladies and especially to the single women. Yes. I mean, if you didn't catch some of those things, you're going to have to go watch the replay because it was fire. Amen. She taught us a lot of good things. Yes, she did. I really, really enjoyed it. I actually went back and listened to it again. I took some notes uh, mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're involved in the conversation, it hits different yeah. than when you're sitting down and kind of absorbing mm -hmm. all those great gems, like you yeah. said. Uh, ladies, thank you for joining us. We have Alexand Alexandria, Monica. Uh, we have Lucy Medina. Um, and so many other ladies that are just joining on. We thank you so much for going ahead and uh, joining us tonight. Hit somebody up, send them a text, say Level Up Girl uh, is on tonight. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and um, go on to the page or, you know, put their names on the comments so that they can directly go into the link. Uh, we are live via YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. It's Luz Hernandez Ministries. Um, you can do it through uh, Twitter. Uh, what else? Uh, Facebook? Twitter, Facebook. We're live on Instagram as well. Um, but if you want to get the best view Front, in the house, frontal, yeah. you can just <laughs> stay on Facebook or share the YouTube. Yes. And mm -hmm. so we have uh, Amanda's also on. We have a couple of ladies on Instagram. Go ahead and uh, write somebody's name. Share this live. We are super happy to have each and every one of you. We have the Fate Squad in effect. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Amen. We want to give a shout out to our fate squad. And we also want to give a shout out to our dream team. That's in the background there somewhere. Uh, ladies, if you are here for the first time, go ahead and let us know where you're watching from, uh, so that we can be able to uh, shout you out. We have Christine, uh, also watching and, um, we've been super busy behind the scenes. Even when we took a break from doing the live podcast, uh, we were working behind the scenes. And one of the things that we were doing, uh, was, uh, definitely, uh, doing our masterclass. Yeah. We had this wonderful eight week masterclass called by the renewal of your mind, where we discussed the book battlefield of the mind by Joyce Meyer. If you have never read that book, you need to go out and get it. Um, it's going to bless you. I know that the ladies that were on there were very blessed. 
Uh, we heard some of their testimonies mm -hmm. and it just kind of brought everything into a full circle of what God was doing for a lot of these women that, um, you know, have been going through some things. And because, you know, we were able to get together, we were able to kind of go through some things that uh, will change our, our perspective mm -hmm. and how we can identify these, these thoughts. Yes, absolutely. We were talking about death thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I love what Joyce was saying. She was saying, once you identify that a thought is a death thought, you need to challenge it and you need to replace it. You can't mm. play games with these thoughts yep. because they're not there to play games with you. They're there to destroy you. Yep. You can't entertain those mm. thoughts and you got to know and recognize when they're coming into your mind so that then you can kill it at the root because if not, then it's going to birth something, right? Mm. Oh, Lord. And so those we know, we consider death, death thoughts. thoughts. Mm -hmm. and, and I absolutely love that. That's something that I constantly thinking about now. Amen. The death thought. That's right. That's <laughs> and right. And replacing it with the power thought. Come, Come on. Come on. It's true. A lot of the times we will identify it and we leave it there. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh yeah, I know that thought is no good for me, but you know what? I kind of like feeling that feeling oh, and maybe sorry for myself mm -hmm. and pity. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, one of the biggest things that I caught, and I don't know if it was one of your favorites, but it was for me, uh, which was our finale. Um, in the masterclass was either you you have two choices you can either be pitiful or you can be powerful yep. but you can't be both that's right and i absolutely love that so uh ladies it's going to be available to be bought later on in the line uh we're getting together with our production team to kind of put together a class it's uh about 10 hours of classroom time mm -hmm. uh where we're coaching and going through different things uh that you can learn how to put into effect and uh, start changing your thought patterns from day one. Uh, it is pretty exciting. A lot of the women really enjoyed it. Um, so we'll have that available for you in um, the future. Uh, we also have available for you um, the podcast. The podcast is available wherever you listen to your podcast. So while you're driving to, to work, while you're working out, while you're maybe at your computer and you can plug in your uh, your ear headphones, headphones yeah. earphones, whatever, um, you can listen to the podcast on any major platform, whether it's Google Play, whether it's mm -hmm. Apple Music, Spotify, uh, pretty much any of the major platforms where you listen to your podcast, we are available to be able to uh, be listened to. So go ahead and look us up. It yes. is Level Up Girl podcast. Um, we are also part of the CPN network, which is the Charisma Podcast Network, one of the greatest networks mm -hmm. uh, in Christian on uh, the Christian uh, uh, community mm -hmm. where you can, uh, you know, buy books, you can uh, Bibles, get into Bibles. They have a lot of podcasts, different podcasts. And uh, I know that they also have magazines and other things that um, they also uh, are able to share. Yeah with our community. Um, anything else that you want to share with the ladies? Yeah. For those who may be new or maybe, you know, jumped in last season and have been listening to us, like we have four seasons, well, three and some change seasons <laughs> of, of great, great topics that we have already spoken on. If you have not listened to them, you know, and like Pastor Lucy is saying, if you want to get on the podcast and just put on your headphones while you're working, working out or just home doing whatever it is 
um, and you want to just throw throw something on, I want to encourage you to go listen to them because there is so much material yes. worth listening to. Yes. So don't miss out. Yeah, I think that it is worth going back. If you're here and, and this is your first uh, uh, season, we're in season four. We have season one, season two, se season three. And they're all full of great things that you can uh, use and it can be useful for your life. So go back and um, pop in, you know, first season and start yeah. listening to the episodes. I know you're going to be blessed. Share it with somebody else. Uh, we're going to be revamping our uh, merchandise. We have a lot of great shirts coming out. Some of these uh, shirts that you see here, this is from uh, Heels and Tiaras. Uh, we had a, a nice um, conference, women's conference, uh, but Level of Girl. We also have them in black and in pink. And we also coming out with some fall editions. We have some sweaters coming out. So ladies, look out for that. You can go to www.lhm1.org. It's on your screen right now. Uh, you can visit our website, subscribe to our newsletter so that you can stay abreast of what we're doing. Um, and that way you are in the mix of what is going on. We want to say hello to Lizette all the way from PA. What's going on, Lizette? Thank you for tuning in and watching. I hope that you are blessed tonight. Um, and like we said, go back and listen to some of the other episodes. I know that you guys are going to be blessed yeah. It says here, is this podcast an Apple or where can I find this podcast? Um, uh, Esther, you can find this podcast uh, on any major platform. So uh, we're on Apple, we're on Google Play, we're on Spotify, uh, Anchor, mm -hmm. uh, Podbean. I think every major platform where you listen to your podcast, you just go look up Level Up Girl Podcast. Level Up Girl Podcast. And you will see us there. I, we have the little icon and you will find us. But you can go ahead and, and subscribe and download uh, the episodes. You will be blessed. Saran, yes. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Um, for um, any, Can somebody go ahead and just type it on the screen? Uh, Level Up Girl Podcast. So that way the ladies that are just rolling in or just, you know, going through the um, comments can go ahead and, you know, screenshot it or kind of just jot it down somewhere, please. Yes. Um, so ladies, uh, another exciting uh, uh, news for you ladies is that coming June of 2022, Lord willing, okay, June 2022, Lord willing, we will be having our first Level Up Girl Global Podcast Conference um, where we're going to be getting together here in Tampa, Florida, and we will be able to join together. So listen, if you have some vacation time, you do not want to miss this because we are trying to get a lot of great women together that are going to be pouring into you. This is going to be awesome. You do not want to miss this conference. If you want to save up a couple of days to come down to Tampa, we will have all the information for you. Uh, those ladies that have signed up for volunteering, we will be reaching out to you because we're going to need all hands on deck. Even if you don't live in the state of Florida, uh, you can come out uh, a day or two before the conference and help us out with the logistics, you know, serving and uh, making sure that the other women that are coming to be served will leave changed. I know that this is going to change your life. I'm telling you, this is straight from the heart of God. God has placed this in our hearts and we want to share with you. So please save some days in June to fly out to Tampa and be with us. This is going to be epic. It's going to be, I, I don't know. I think that it, when you see what God is going to do, you're going to be like every year I'm going to set aside yeah. some time to come to this conference because it is going to bless you. Amen. 
So that is June 2021. Ladies, make sure you put that in your calendar and you save some days so that you can come out and visit us. Uh, 2022, uh, you can come out and visit us and spend some time with us. Uh, hang out with us girls here in Tampa. Amen. I'm looking forward to that. Yes, it's going to be really nice. <laughs> Amen. So ladies, we like to thank all the ladies that are partnering up with uh, Level Up Girl. Uh, we reach a lot of women and we help out other women um, behind the scenes with things uh, like counseling and coaching. And uh, we've been trying to do the best that we can. Uh, for those of you that have been uh, sowing a seed, uh, thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you'd like to join and partner up with us, with us and sow a seed, you can do it through Cash App right now. It's money sign Pastor Luz. Money sign Pastor Luz, L U Z. Or you can go into our website, www.lhm1.org, and you can kind of go in there and also sow a seed. So go ahead and uh, uh, write that down if you are uh, wanting to partner up with us. So we are going to get into today's entanglement because I cannot wait to share with you what God placed in our hearts. Um, you guys know the purpose of this podcast is to be to others what we needed when we were going through a thing, when we were going through a mm -hmm. season. Um, one of the other things that I love about Level Up Girl is that it's not only for people that have been traumatized. Right, right. That it's not only for people that are broken and hurting mm -hmm. and, and they, you know, they can't get up. And, and, and it's just like they don't want to see the light of day. And mm -hmm. it's not only for those women. Yes, it includes women that are right now going through hell, right? Uh, we're there to lock arms with you and, and pull you out and help you and uh, give you some of our strength while, while you're walking through these things. Because a lot of people are being processed yeah. right now. But I think Level Up Girl is so multifaceted. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about yep. this. Because God never does things one-sided. When God gives you a thing, God gives you a multifaceted uh, uh, vision where it changes with the time. It upgrades. It, it moves. It shifts. And, um, you know, it's progressive. It's diverse. Yep. And I think that Level Up Girl is one of those things where, you know, you can help the traumatized woman, the depressed woman, the single mother, um, you know, the, the, the single lady, the married woman, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all this kind of different uh, scenarios, but also can help the minister woman, the woman mm -hmm. that says, you know what? I'm a pastor. I'm a prophet of God. I'm an apostle. I'm an evangelist. Uh, you know, I am a teacher. I am out there. You know, uh, uh, I have a book club. Mm -hmm. I, I'm writing my own book. Uh, you know, I have my own business. That's what um, season three was all about being a whole woman and what the facets of being a whole woman that Proverbs 31 woman is all about, where it talks about how many different areas in our life we can bless others with. Yeah. And I think that level of girl just touches all those areas. Yeah, it's for every woman. Yes. We're not catering to just one type of person. We, we're catering to everybody. And I think that the, the, the best thing that we bring to the table as we do these things is our experience, you know, That's right. what we've been through, our testimonies. And That's this right. speaks volumes, which helps, you know, other women as they listen to it. 
to what we speak about every week. That's right. So today's entanglement, like I said, is based on my sister's keeper. It is based off of Genesis 4, 9, when the Lord looked at Cain and said, hey, where's your brother? Mm -hmm. And he turned to him and said, what do I look like to you? Where's my brother? Am I my mm -hmm. brother's keeper? And tonight we want to talk about yeah. that. Before we, we go into it, I actually wanted you to, to kind of tell us what is my sister's keeper to you? What is it to be a sister's keeper? And Because I, I think that we all need to hear this. That's right. I, I think one of the, the greatest things, and of course, everybody has their own uh, a point of view of what mm -hmm. a sister's keeper is. There's some women that say, you know what? You need to be there for me every time I need you. Yeah. That's not a sister's keeper mm -hmm. because I got a life that I got to live too. Right. <laughs> a sister's keeper is not a person that's always going to be there for you. A sister's keeper is a person that's going to keep you in every area of your life. In other words, I will take you on mm -hmm. my knees to God. I Amen. will intercede for you. You know, one of the greatest things about uh, looking at the Greek word uh, for keeper mm -hmm. is that it means to, to be a hedge. Mm. To be a hedge around, like a hedge with thorns, like a, a guard, uh, generally talking about protection, mm -hmm. to tend to. Right. When I tend to my sister, when, when when I guard my sister, and I'm I'm talking about every area. We talked about on, on the first episode where, you know, we have mutual friends. Mm -hmm. And I go to my friends, and, you know, you're my friend also. But I go to my friend, and my friend is like, mm, you don't know about Fani. Mm -hmm. You know, Fani, you know, we've, we've had our little ups and downs. But she's this and she's that. And because I am loyal to Fani, here I am. Thinking I'm about to bless my sister, telling her that my other friend is talking about her. I just became a carrier of the mm. poison that might killed my sister. Mm. I don't know who I'm talking to tonight, but sometimes that's exactly what the devil wanted you to do. Yep. Because the devil knows that I want to protect Fani. Mm -hmm. So if somebody else tells me something about her, I might want to carry it. Mm. But instead of benefiting my sister, sometimes I got to zip it up and take it to the Lord. Yep. Sometimes I got to say, you know what? I'm going to dead it right here because the Lord calls us to be peacemakers. Yeah. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew 5, blessed are the peacemakers because they will be called sons and daughters mm -hmm. of God. And I think for me, a sister's keeper is exactly that. It's a hedge of protection over every area. You know, I, I'm not just here, you know, to to compliment you and say you look beautiful. Right. I'm here to pray with you. I'm here to walk through the desert with you. You know, there's been moments where I've gotten calls from people that are like, listen, I'm about to lose my baby or, you know what, I, I'm about to lose so-and-so. I'm about to uh, get into a divorce. I'm about to lose my marriage. And, I, you know, the first thing that, that comes to my head is let's intercede. You know yeah. what? Let's, let, let's pray and fast together. I'm going to join the fast with you. Let's Let's do a, mm -hmm. a three-day fasting, and I will drop everything that I'm doing. And I'm not doing this. I'm not saying this for, for prideful mm -hmm. gains. Right. What I'm saying is that when you are your sister's keeper, you're not afraid to do this. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid to get dirty. You're not afraid to throw yourself at God's feet and say, God, I'm going to pray for her like if it was for me. Amen. So you're saying that basically this is more than just a hey girl conversation, like what's going on? you know, let's vent, let's, let's have vent sessions. You're saying a sister's keeper is somebody that says, listen, I'm really going through it right now. I'm calling you because, you know, I'm going through this or going through that. And you're like, you know what, girl, let's pray right now. Let's mm. go ahead and, you know, fast. Let's, let's do these godly things. Yes. Because too many times we, we 
want to kind of add the worldly thing into yeah. friendship that that you you go girl kind of mentality right. like you know what you don't need him right, and right. and you know what you you don't need to take that from your older kids and mm -hmm. and you know and you get all popping off and you know because i'm uh there's solidarity with my sister mm -hmm. that's not what we're talking about we're talking about understanding that our war uh, our, our battles are are not against flesh and blood mm -hmm. they're against principalities there are governors of the air and so we have to understand that if we don't align ourselves with the spirit we won't be able to help our mm, sister that's good that's good we love it we can't because i think only the spirit gives us an insight that a human cannot have mm -hmm. and if i want to be the best friend that i can be if i want to be the best sister's keeper that i can be i got to align myself with the lord yeah. I got to align myself with the Lord. And I think, ladies, um, we have to stop being a you-go girl kind of friend. And we got to start being more a godly women where, you know what, we're, we're just going to roll up our sleeves and get dirty with you. You know what? You're going through a divorce. You know what? What can I do for you? Can I can I watch your kids while, while you go and, and have some time to yourself? Because, you know, let's face it. There are moments that break you. There are mm -hmm. moments that, you know... There were times when I was going through my divorce that the only place that I can cry was the shower. Mm. And I take a, a longer shower because all I can do was, and it was a sob because I couldn't even let it out because my kids were in the other mm -hmm. room and, and I couldn't let out the scream that I wanted to scream off the top of my lungs because I was desperate. I was hurting. And the only thing that came out was a sob. And so, you know, I had people that got assigned. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. It's kingdom connections in wilderness season. Somebody write that down. That is today's entanglement. Kingdom connections in wilderness seasons. Kingdom connections in wilderness seasons. Because there's always somebody that God will send when we're in our desert. Somebody, God is always going to put somebody in our path that's going to help us walk through that wilderness season. You might be crying, but God is going to send a, a shoulder to cry mm. on. You might not think that you can make it, but God is going to send somebody that says, girl, you, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. God is going to make a way. There's always somebody that God sends us in the midst of our wilderness. And that's what we're going to be talking about today, ladies. I don't know if you're ready. Hit that share button because it's about to get real. Come on. It's about to get real here tonight. I want you to turn to the book of Ruth. We're going to be talking um, in the book of Ruth, uh, chapter one. We're going to be reading just a couple of little verses. And then we're going to get into the topic because this is uh, something that's important to us. I think a lot of the things that we talked about last week just hit a chord. I mean, there were so many things that just, you know, they kind of just opened up my mind and I was just like, wow, man. Uh, one of the things that, that I love the most about the connection between what we talked about last week and mm -hmm. what we're talking about today is that there are failures in our life that when we look at these failures, we run into trying to make it right. And so we run into bigger entanglements, deeper entanglements, worse entanglements, and then we don't know how to get out of them. Mm. And so that's what we need a sister's keeper to say, hey, girl, that's right. you need some time to heal. Yeah. And, and, and uh, Evangelist Claudia was saying it uh, last week. She said, you need to heal and you need to heal alone. Mm. 
In other words, you need to set yourself aside with Jesus because he's the only one that can make it right. And, and that to me was absolutely amazing because it, it kind of shows us that, you know what, there are deeper issues that we deal with when we're going through a thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I can relate to that because, you know, there, there was that time where I had to go through my own healing. And as much as I wanted to pursue people and things, it was just like, this is a be still moment. Mm. You have to stay there and just heal and start to listen to God's voice so that then you can be redirected into where he's trying to take you. That's right. So many times we want to just jump, you know, uh, um, right into something because we want to cover up, you know, whatever Ooh. you may be going through. And we always want to have the mask or the cover up, wh whatever it may be. And so time alone, time to heal is necessary because God will expose things that you or, you know, me at that time needed to also fix. Yeah. I think that one of the things uh, that happens, and I love that, that we talked about that last week is that when we go through a breakup, when we go through a divorce, when we go through these hard situations, it leaves us uh, analyzing our worth. You know, you go through a divorce, you go through a breakup, somebody, you know, is unfaithful to you, somebody leaves you, a friend backstabs you in the back, and you start to question your self-worth. And, and, and tonight we're here to tell women, you know what, you are not worth uh, uh, what the person that is laying next to you is saying. You are worth the uh, uh, what the person that died on the cross for you is saying about Amen. you. Jesus is the only one that gives you your worth, not the person that's laying next to you, not your kids, not your job, not your career, not none of those things. And so it's important to understand that even in the midst of going through these hard situations, God always has somebody that he puts in our way to help us navigate those hard times. So Ruth 1, we're going to be reading verse 8 um, through 10, and then 13 to 14. Go ahead, sis. Um, it says, then Naomi said to her uh, two daughter-in-laws, go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. May the Lord grant that each of you will find rest in the home of another husband. Uh, then she kissed them goodbye. They wept aloud and said to her, we will go back with you to your people. 13. It says here, uh, verse 13. Uh, would you wait until the, um, would you wait until they grew up? Would you remain unmarried for them? No, my daughters, it is more bitter for me than for you because the Lord's hand has turned against me. Mm. At this, they wept aloud. Then or Orpah kissed her mother-in-law goodbye and Ruth clung to her. I love this. I love this story. And, and last week we started talking a little bit about it. I loved it because um, we're talking about my sister's keeper. Mm -hmm. And so, Regardless of your relationship with somebody, you're always going to have multifaceted relationships. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm your spiritual daughter, you're my uh, 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 mother, and you're my spiritual daughter, but we're still sisters in Christ. Right. And so same thing we're here. This was the mother-in-law and the daughter-in-law, mm -hmm. but they were still mm -hmm. sisters, right? right? Walking in, a, in, in the same mm -hmm. kind of journey. And so we see that all of a sudden there's this huge uh, um, drought in the land of Bethlehem. And Naomi takes her husband Elimelech, and they go to this place called Moab. They take their their uh, sons, two mm -hmm. sons, and their daughter-in-law, and uh, there there they are. They're living in this place, and all of a sudden, the husband dies, 
And then after that, the sons died. And so what, what we were reading right here is something in the in the place where all of a sudden they find themselves alone. They uh, it, In those times, it was important to be married. They mm -hmm. had to, the husbands were the cover, their protector, their provider. In those times, that was the thing. You had to be married or it was great to be married because those are the people that looked after the women, right? So at this time, they find themselves unprotected, mm -hmm. unprovided for, uh, left alone in this uh, uh, strange land of Moab. Although these women were from there, they were still unprotected. Mm -hmm. So Naomi decides, you know what? I, there's the drought in Bethlehem is done. I want to go back. So it's, I love it because it says that uh, when she when she was going to leave, they looked at her and said, no, 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 we're going with you. Mm -hmm. Both of them said, no, 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 we're right. going with you. And I love this about this story because as soon as Naomi starts to say, but wait, I can't provide for you. Mm. But wait, I got nothing to offer you. Oh, come my on, God. This is where the distinction is made. Come on, somebody. You better tag somebody because somebody needs to listen to this tonight. All of a sudden, both of them are saying, no, no, we're going with mm -hmm. you. Uh, our loyalty is to you. Our bond is strong. Our love for you is strong. But what makes the difference is what Naomi was able to offer both of them. That's what made the distinction. From one moment to the other, they were both willing to go. But when she opened up her mouth and said, are you willing to wait until I give you another uh -huh. husband? Are you willing to wait so that I can give you another mm -hmm. provider? And as soon as they saw the real deal, right. that she could not provide another husband, things mm. changed. Both of them had to make decisions right Ooh. there and then. I think that for or. For Orba, you see that she's just like, oh no, I'm going. I'm all, I'm whatever. I'm all in. Go, I'm all in for you, baby girl. And then it's like what you're saying. Then she mentions, listen, I can't do anything for you. Then she reconsidered, should I even go? Because there's nothing over there for me. There's no benefit to this there's connection. There's no benefit to this connection anymore. You have nothing to offer me anymore. Oh my God. So she's like, so you know what? I'm going back to what I already know. Because I know the people back in Moab, I know that, you know, things may be a, a little different or whatever. I don't got my husband no more. But you're talking about that if I go with you, you can't even give me a husband or that there's going to be a man when I get over there. I don't know that. I'm going mm -hmm. to where, where you know, I came I'm from. from. Mm -hmm. Exactly. This <laughs> is awesome because isn't it true that many times people will be around us for what we can offer them. Mm. The moment we cease to be able to give somebody a benefit, they leave us, they disconnect, they uh, show their true colors. Mm. And I, I, I wanna make a mention to you because this is the only way you're gonna know who is uh, uh, able to stay with you it is in the middle mm. of the process. Listen, when everything's great, everybody's cheering. Yeah. Absolutely. It's in the midst of change. It's in the midst what I cannot do for you. Will you still stay? Mm, I love that. When I cannot be of benefit to you, will you still stay? Mm. 
you know, I, I've heard a lot of great preachers say, you know, there's people that are only around you for what you can offer them. The moment you cannot offer them that no longer, they part ways. You got to know the difference between a kingdom connection and a person that's there for the benefits. Come on, somebody. There are strings attached. There are people that are around you because of what you're offering them. The moment that you cease to give them what they are needing, what they are uh, drinking from, what they're thirsty for, what they're hungry for, they will jet. They will leave you. They will drop you like a bad habit. It's friends with benefits. Literally. <laughs> Those friends that only want to come around when <laughs> you can offer them something. But when you're going through your bitter moment, when you're going through that hard time, when you're when you've lost everything and you have nothing else to pour onto that person, they're like, oh no, I can't handle this. I'm out. Mm. Mm. That is so true. And so Orpa was willing to follow her up until the moment she's like, wait a minute, she still got a womb. Mm. Wait a minute, she got a husband uh, and she gets redeemed by one of her uh, 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 relatives. She can bear another child. I can wait. I can be a cougar or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, we, we can do this. And But when all of a sudden Naomi looks and she's very blunt, she says, ladies, you might want to reconsider because I can't offer you nothing. At one point, I offered you a, a son. At one point, I offered you a protector. At one point, I offered you somebody that was able to support you. At one point, I was giving you support. But now, I got nothing to give. Mm. You know, I, I love this story because there's three perspectives here. You've got the person, the Orpa, that, you know, she was like, oh, she can't do anything for me. I'm out. You got the Ruth that is looking at this person that she's done life with for so long. Ooh. And she was, she saw Naomi at her best and she saw Naomi at her lowest. And she, she was still like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to roll with you because I know who you are in the good, Ooh. but I know that you need me now that you're going through the bad. Oh, and not no. only that, she, she could relate to the pain that Naomi was going through because she also lost her husband. So there was a connection there that she was like, man, I feel your pain and I'm going to do life with you. And I love it because one of the things that we always talk about is, is being to others what we needed when mm -hmm. we were going through our desert. Mm -hmm. In other words, there is nobody better to understand your desert, to understand your wilderness than another person that's gone through the same thing. Mm -hmm. It's like you're joined by the, 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 the brokenness. You're joined by the pain. You're joined by experiences that nobody else can tell you about, that you can't read about, that That's if you right. have not lived, you don't understand right. the pain the person is mm -hmm. going through. I can't look at somebody and talk about divorce if they've never been through a divorce. You can't tell them, look, I curl up at night in a fetal position. Mm -hmm. I haven't eaten in the last week. I, I don't want to see daylight if you've never gone through the thing. Somebody will look at somebody that's depressed and say, oh my God, you, you know what? You got issues. I don't even know why, why you, you feel like this because you've never been through it. But once you've gone through something, there is a connection that, that you have to understand that is deeper than reading any book or, 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 you know, listening to anything other than experiencing it yourself. And I love it because today we're talking about kingdom connections in the middle of wilderness seasons. Mm -hmm. There are so many people in the Bible that we can talk about that God provided somebody for while they were going through their hardships. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. A lot of people, we can, we can talk, we can give a whole list. You know, you have, last week we were talking about Hagar. Hagar was in the desert. She was left alone. She was pregnant. She didn't have anybody to help her. And God sent an angel 
to give her a strategy, to give her hope, to give her a future, mm -hmm. to multiply her. We have Elijah that, that was depressed. He wanted to die. He was in the middle of a desert and all of a sudden an angel appeared mm -hmm. to him. Who else that we can that we can name? Um, we've got David and Jonathan. Um, we we've got Paul and Timothy. I I actually love Paul and Tim and Timothy. Yes. You know, you've got this young person. It kind of uh, uh relates to a little to Naomi and to Ruth because you've got the wise, mature, older woman, right? That is it has this young woman connected to her and is like, listen, you have something that I that I might need in, in this season or in the next. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to follow you and your God. Amen. That's right. And so Paul and Timothy is like, Timothy was clinging on to Paul and Paul was directing him and leading him. That's right. Because there was a calling upon him, you know, and he needed what Paul had to, had to give That's in that right. season. That's right. It's important to understand. We have so many other examples of, of how God provided a, a, a kingdom connection, a person, an angel, mm -hmm. a, a, an outing of something to help while you're going through this wilderness. So ladies, it's time to level up. We're going mm -hmm. to go into the main verse, which is verse 16 and 17, where Ruth looks at Naomi and she utters the most beautiful words that have ever been uttered when we're talking about my sister's yes. keeper. Verses 16 and 17 in chapter one, go ahead. It says here, uh, but Ruth said, don't force me to leave you. Don't make me go home. Where you go, I go. And where you live, I'll live. Your people are my people. Your God is my God. Where you die, I'll die. And that's where I'll be buried. Mm. So help me, God. Not even death itself is going to come between us. Mm. I love it. It was like her, 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 the verbiage, the words that were coming out of her mouth were a, 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 a verbal covenant literally it was like you know what i you know like when when you see somebody doing vows when mm -hmm. when they're getting married and you're doing vows and and you're 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 promising yourself to somebody yeah this was on a friendship level mm -hmm. but these were vows these were covenant vows this was in front of god it was like i'm bound to you mm -hmm. no matter what uh you know i i might not be a a, a literally a, a culture mm -hmm. that is close to yours but we're going to be closer than that we're we're going to be joined together forever what you know wherever you die mm -hmm. that's where i'm gonna die they better bury me right next to you i love the end where it says not even death itself is going to come between us in other words we're gonna be sisters keepers we're gonna be sisters forever to eternity amen I also love that she was willing to step out into the unknown, mm. um, into a life that was unpredictable. She didn't know what to expect when she was going with Naomi. Mm -mm. She just didn't know. She just knew that she could not leave her side. And it, it's incredible everything that happens, right? I was listening to a sermon um, uh, recently where it was breaking these two, uh, Orpah and, and Ruth down where one was going back to something familiar because she wasn't willing to to test the to venture out exactly and ruth was the person who was willing to venture out to say you know what i don't know what to expect but i'm trusting in the god that night that naomi serves mm -hmm. right and how how god transformed her life she did not know what to expect can you imagine an orpa looking at ruth like nowadays right uh -huh. going through social media you see ruth and you're like Oh my gosh, she done got her a Boaz and I'm over here still waiting on hubby. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, and she's like, you so got a Boaz and I got a Bozo. I don't I got know a what Bozo. Happened. Yeah. So all <laughs> of a sudden, you know, I, I love that one of the things that you said uh, a little while ago is that the re one of the reasons that uh, she was willing to go is because she knew the person of Naomi. Mm. And I love that although the situation changed and although she was walking into the unknown, there was something known to her. Yeah. It was Naomi's character. Yeah. And I love that because you know what? When you once once you know somebody, mm. you can ride with them through yep. thick and thin because you know mm -hmm. what they're made of. Yep. You know that where they're going, there is something better. Mm -hmm. You know that attached to a person of character, which is very hard to find, you know you're gonna be blessed. Right. Have you ever been around a person that you say to yourself, listen, if there is anything that I can do, it is be stuck to that person. Because I know that wherever that person is going, it's going to be greatness. Amen. I know that God walks with that woman. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. know that God walks with my sister. And you know what? This is a kingdom person. And I need to stick closer to this person than anybody else. Because mm -hmm. I know that there is good coming out of this. Somebody needs to understand that tonight, that God will always provide a kingdom connection. But when you go through the process, when you go through these deserts and wilderness, one of the greatest things that I have learned uh, uh, in the battle is that God will always reveal the heart and the, the, the trueness to somebody in the midst of the battle. That's true. That is so true. I mean, even looking at the story, you've got two different people. You've got one that doesn't want to stick with it because, you know, she's been through too much. And then you've got the other one that's saying, listen, I know you. I know who you are in the good and in the bad. And I'm going to just roll with you. And I, when, when, when I'm looking for a sister's keeper, that's exactly what I, that, what I would want mm -hmm. or vice versa. If, if Ruth was the Naomi in the picture, mm -hmm. you know, I, I would expect that same uh, what's reciprocity, the word? reciprocity yep. right? And whenever you're looking for sisterhood, sisterhood this is the perfect example you know i, I want somebody that. if i'm gonna if i am the naomi in the story and i've got a lucy next to me and you're being my ruth in my season you know that's going to help me that's obviously going to show me your character what kind that's of person right. you are the that's friend right. that you are and too many times we want to have those friendships right that just um, stroke our ego, tell Ooh, us, tell what, us we what, hear. what we want to hear. I don't want a friend that tells me what I want to hear because you know what? It leads to no good. Mm. I'm, because if you're telling me what I want to hear, I've already made up my mind on the decision that I'm going you, to make. You already got to. Exactly. You need a, a different perspective. Exactly. You need somebody to kind of say, uh-uh, girl. That, that, no, no, no. You got to reevaluate that. That Something's got to change. Exactly. Let's go to the prayer closet. Yeah. Let, let's look, uh, you know, for what God wants. You know, we were talking uh, not too long ago at church and I was preaching about Job. And I love that uh, this goes very well with what we're talking about. You know, one of the greatest things that happened in the midst of going through uh, Job's uh, uh, process and, and the craziness of the shaking that he had to endure, it was violent. Mm -hmm. It was ugly. He lost everything. Uh, I think in a matter of, of 30 minutes, one servant after the other, after the other, after the other, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, at the end of that, it says, oh, by the way, all your children died. I mean, this guy was bombarded one and one time again. But one of the greatest things that he encountered in the midst, and you might not think it's positive, but it is positive. Listen to what I'm saying. Is that in the midst of this process, his wife looks at him and says, boy, 
You better curse that God and die. Mm. Like roll over, make sure you have an insurance policy, make sure you left me some something, but make sure you just, you know, end it all here because, you know, you you look at you. Look at you. You say you serve a God and this God that you serve is the God that put you here. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, his wife <laughs> exposed herself. And then secondly, his friends, his friends looked at him and said, you know what? You know what? He must have done something to piss God mm -hmm. off. He must have done something to get on God's bad side because this does not look like a test. This looks like a curse. You look cursed, my brother. Have you ever looked at somebody that's going through a thing mm -hmm. and instead of extending your hand of help, instead of getting your hands dirty, instead of getting on your knees to pray, you start passing judgment? Yep. Uh oh, powerful. that ain't cute. Mm. Sometimes it'd be people closest to you, too. Oh, those are the, those are the first ones. Yeah. <laughs> it was his wife and his best friends. His best friends. With friends like that, I don't need no enemies. That's right. You know, I think he should have cho uh, have chosen a better wife. Something should have, something went wrong, mm. right? But the battle will always reveal to you who is on your side and who the people that are uh, next to you really are. And so, you know, this was such a powerful declaration mm -hmm. that she says today. It, it was a verbal alliance, a, a covenant that they went, uh, uh, you know, kind of reciting to one another. And I love it that you said that Ruth was willing to go into the unknown. You know how many of us believe so much in the person that God placed by our sides, our friend, our sister, that we're willing to walk into the unknown mm -hmm. and says, you know what, maybe this failed, but I know whatever God gives you next is going to work. Mm -hmm. I know the word that God has declared over you. And although this is a roller coaster of a ride, but mm -hmm. I'm willing to ride with you. Right. I'm, I'm willing to take the ride. I'm willing to take the adventure. I'm willing to go through the, through the, through the hardships mm -hmm. of working this thing out. Cause I know that if God gave it to you, it's going to work. Cause I know that if God is by your side, who can be against you? I don't, I don't look, I don't know if everything is going to work out. If every detail is going to work, but if this detail doesn't work, that's going to work. What's not going to change is that I'm, I, I'm, I'm not leaving your side. And that has to do with loyalty. Mm. That's exactly what Ruth was showing right here in this story. She was, she was showing and proving her loyalty to Naomi that no matter what the situation looked like in whatever season I'm rolling with you, you, my girl, I, I've known you too long. I'm not going to let you, you know, go wander off and, and continue to be bitter. Mm. We're going to get through this together. Oh, and they did. It. I love that. That's powerful. Listen to what uh, Jocelyn Rodriguez says. She says, no matter how we try and dress it up, we know and sometimes choose not to uh, satisfy our flesh. But the other thing that she says that I love is this sermon is so important to use it. I want to stop there because this mm. is so good. The sermon is powerful and I am the biggest advocate of the sermon. Every time I go before God in my prayer, I always say sharpen my discerning of spirits. I need to know I'm a pastor. I need to know what's going on. I need to know the, the behind the scenes. I need to know the thing behind the thing because I don't want to be caught off guard. But I'm going to tell you something that sometimes is not discernible that God would allow to be hidden. Remember, discerning is, is a gift of the spirit. And so only when, when the spirit wants to reveal the thing, will it be revealed. Mm -hmm. Listen to what I'm saying. It is a gift, but it's only given by the Holy Spirit. And so if God doesn't want to reveal a thing, and I'm telling you because I flow in the prophetic, I can pray for somebody. And if God does not give me a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge for somebody, I can't make it up. 
And there are some people that are like, no, 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 you gotta give me a word. You, you gotta give me a word. You, you just, uh, I got no word. Uh, bless you. Be blessed. Be blessed. <laughs> hallelujah. Or oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. You know, one of those, you know, unless God reveals a thing, you cannot just speak out of your flesh. I am not that person. And so one of the things that I want to address, Jocelyn, I love that you said that. The sermon is key. Yes. But in many cases, the only way to discern is going through a thing. Mm. These women were both daughter-in-laws. These women were both married to her sons. Tragedy struck. They both said, we're going with you. But only when she confessed that she could not be of benefit, something changed. So what I'm telling you is, yes, the sermon is key, and I love it. But sometimes the sermon is only activated in the battle. God will open up your eyes in the battle. God will show you who's who. Who's the nitty gritty? Who's the real McCoy? <laughs> only in the battle. And sometimes we will be able to discern a thing in a regular basis. But sometimes the only way to discern is while you're going through the thing. That's powerful. That's why you, you, you can't let the battle put a, a wool over your, your eyes. Mm. You can't be so hurt that you just turn a, a, a closed eye. You can't just close your eyes and say, I'm just so depressed. I'm just uh, overwhelmed. I can't go through this. No, no, no. You got to open up your eyes because in the midst of the battle, the sermon will be activated. You will be able, listen to what I'm saying. In the midst of the battle, you got to pray and say, God, I know you love me. And if you allow this to happen, it is for a reason. We serve a God that is a God of purpose. Nothing happens haphazardly. Nothing happens for no reason. There's always a reason behind what God allows us to go through. And so if he let you go through it, he's trying to reveal something. He's trying to grow you through it. Exactly. <laughs> so listen, there might be people that are by your side that are, we're always talking about the threshing floor. We're always talking about wheat. That when it's harvest season, mm -hmm. the wheat is always covered in chaff. And this, this piece that, that was covering it was protecting it. But when it gets to the season of exposing the grain to make bread, you have to hit the, the wheat stem, violently shake it and violently stomp on it until the shaft kind of falls off and the wheat comes out. And so in the midst of the shaking, in the midst of your process, God will activate the sermon to tell you, this is garbage. This is shaft. This is not a real friend. This is not real sisterhood. This is the grain. Mm. Powerful. I don't know if you're getting that. <laughs> I don't know if you're getting that. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So we have to identify who is who. And close who your are, eyes. Who are your orpas and who are your roots? Who's in your corner? Who's not in your corner? Who needs to leave the circle? Who's going to stay? You know, and you know, another thing that I want to mention is that there's people that that we think that are going to be in our life forever, right? Just mm. those people that you've done life with for so long that you're like, yeah, <clears throat> me and this person, it, we're just, you know, we're going to do this for the long run. And then... You know, there are seasons where some people just have to just have to go. 
they just have to go. The mm. orpas have to go. You know, people make their own decisions and, and just want to carry on and they don't benefit you for your next season. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is something that we need to also identify. There's people that we just need to let go. Mm. That's let right. Go. I, I think that um, there are people that are attached to our purpose, our destiny that cannot leave. That's right. Listen, even if Ruth wanted to leave, mm -hmm. she couldn't leave. She couldn't. Nope. I'm not talking about people that come in for a season and for a reason. We always mm -hmm. say there's people that come in for a season and for a reason. Yep. Great. Those are people that, you know what, they're, they're, they're coming to activate something, to deposit something, to be of help in a season. I'm talking about people that are attached to your purpose, mm -hmm. people that are attached to your destiny, that even if you wanted to leave them, you can't leave them. Mm -hmm. And we said it last week that uh, uh, it's a quote that Bishop uh, Jakes always says, and he says, those that left couldn't stay and those has, that stayed couldn't leave. Because there are people that even though they want to stay, they're mm -hmm. not attached to That's your right. destiny. They got to go. <clears throat> and I love that the, the process will sift through who's who. Mm. It's going to tell the story. Just let it unfold. Mm -hmm. You'll see who the real grain is. You'll see who is your sister's keeper when you go through a process. They always say that you know who your real friends uh, when you're in the hospital or when you're mm -hmm. in prison. That saying is talking about process. Yep. And so when you're going through a thing, you know who's who. And you have to uh, understand that if somebody left, don't cry over it. Yep. Allow them to leave. Because if it was so easy for them to leave, they were never there for you anyway. Y'all got that? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. They weren't meant to stay. They were never really there anyway. You know, I love it because you have to understand that there's people that are going to come into your life because of what you're giving, mm. what you're giving out. The moment you have nothing else to give, they'll bounce. And you'll know that that's not the person that God intended to stay or that's attached to your destiny or your purpose. Some things that we need to consider. Being at peace with the season that I'm in uh, being content in every season. And we talked about this last week and I wanted to attach it to this because it's so important to be content. Paul said, I am content in every season, uh, whether I have a lot or whether I have a little, I am just content. I am satisfied because I know that in this season, there's something that I got to learn. And I love this because do you know that when uh, uh, Naomi was in Bethlehem with Elimelech, her husband, there was a famine, there was a drought, but she had her husband. But they looked and they said, you know what? The grass is greener in Moab. Let's go. And sometimes we are not content even where we are. Yes, there may be a drought, but I got you. Amen. Yeah, I might be going through hell, but I got somebody that God has connected me to. I might be crying every night, but you know what? You're sending me a text and saying it's going to be all right. I'm praying on the other side of this phone. Come on, let's get in prayer. We got to always assess what God has given us in this season right now. There was a drought, but she had her husband. And now you see her leaving Moab, going to Bethlehem because the drought was over. But now the drought is over, but now she doesn't have her husband. Oh my God, that's good. That's powerful. It says here, and I'm just going to move on to the next because it's powerful as well. It says the person you provide for can be the same person 
in the next season that provides for you. Oh my God, come on, say that again. The person you provide for can be the same person in the next season that provides for you. I, I love that. You know, there is something that my mom has always said to me. She always, when, while we were growing up, she always said, don't ever look at somebody or look down on somebody because of what they're doing. Because the same person that you look down on today can be the person that you're going to need help from tomorrow. Uh, you know, I'm talking to people that maybe will look at a janitor, will yeah. maybe will look like a, at a person that's picking up garbage, or maybe the person that comes to the church and is the one that's serving the coffee, or the one that's cleaning the toilet, or, or the one that's being an armor bearer to the pastor. And they're looking at these people and say, well, you know what? The powerful one here is the one that has the Mike, I beg to differ because this is not about a, a position. This is mm -hmm. not about title. This is about a heart posture. Yes. And I love that because you know what? Jesus said it best. He said, you want to be great in the kingdom of God. You must first serve. Jesus. The biggest person in the kingdom of God is the biggest servant. Mm. That's why, I, I, you know, all, all these titles, apostle, prophetic, uh, 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 you know, the, 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 the person, the preacher. You know, listen, listen, Linda, listen. I am a servant. I'm here to serve. How can I serve you? And when you look at it in that perspective, now things change. The person that today you show kindness to can be the very same person you're going to need in your next season to show kindness to you. I love it because um, if if we keep the mentality, if we're constantly keeping the mentality about, you know, I'm, I'm here to serve when you're going to your sister or to just people in general, people are around you, that should be our heart posture. What can I do for you? If I see you at your best, like I'm still, I'm still here letting you know that I'm here for you. But if mm. I see you in the pit, just I want you to still know that I'm here for you. Ooh, you I know, like and that. that I think that that shows also the servant's heart like it doesn't matter in what season you may be in just know that i'm walking it through with you whatever you need if you just need me to hold your bible this season i hold it next season oh, if you need Lord. me to wipe your tears i'm there for you I and that, that is what it is to have a, a servant's heart even in sisterhood i love that i love that listen ruth and naomi's relationship is that their friendship seems to be without rivalry and jealousy there was nothing like oh my god you know what I, I didn't see Naomi say, man, I'm old. I ain't going to get married again. Mm -hmm. Ain't nobody going to be looking at me. So you know what? I don't want to roll with you, Ruth, because you're going to outshine me. Mm -hmm. You all pretty. You ain't wrinkled. You look good. Uh, you know, you're at your finest. Everything is in its place. You mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about, ladies? Nothing is sagging. And you know what? If I roll with you, you're going to outshine me. I'm not going to be able to get a husband. Naomi did not do that. Yes, when she got to Bethlehem, she says, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara. I'm bitter. Mm. I'm bitter. I've lost too much. And tonight we want to talk to the women that have been to Moab, that place where you've lost so much, that place where you almost lost yourself. I don't know what you've lost, but God is telling you tonight, he has gotten somebody, a kingdom connection that will be your sister's keeper, will be your keeper in the midst of that wilderness. Amen. My Lord, my Lord, I don't know if you've lost a lot, but if you have, God has that connection for you. You got to keep your eyes open. Yes. 
Who's God connecting you in these seasons? You know, who are those angels that are coming mm -hmm. to feed you in the midst of that depression, in the midst where you're saying, I just want to die. I don't, I don't want to do this no mm -hmm. more. I can't. I don't have strength anymore. Elijah went into the desert after Jezebel said he was, she was going to kill him. And she, he said, I just want to die. And he just went to sleep. Poor guy. He was tired. The Bible says that God sent an angel. And I'm here to tell you that I am living proof that God will send angels to you in the darkest hour where I was a single mom of three kids, owed about six months of rent. I didn't have a car. I, I, I couldn't go out and get a job because I didn't have a way to get there. I was going crazy. I had an angel and it was my landlady at that time. She was, she would bring me food. When I was going through my last pregnancy, I was going through it by myself. I didn't have a car to go and do my prenatal visit. She would take she would literally pick me up every time and go with me to my prenatal visits she would literally go and do food shopping with mm -hmm. me help me with my kids even when they were going to school bought them uniforms bought them supplies because she knew I was going through hell and back I was in my desert season I'm here to tell you that I am living proof that God will always provide an angel whether it's a physical angel mm -hmm. or a spiritual angel whether it's a way out whether it's a, a, a little bit of water in the midst of your desert and your drought God always has a way of showing up. It's not the death of you. You got to hang on because God is going to send that kingdom connection. And then lastly, that Naomi relies on root youthfulness. I love that. that, that that's um, powerful. Yes. Where, where are we here? Yes. So Naomi relies on uh, Ruth's youthfulness, uh, youthfulness energy to provide food for them. Um, and then it says Ruth relies on Naomi's wisdom and contacts in a strange land and they walk together in their grief mm. <clears throat> i love that it was a a, a reciprocity yeah. relationship you know what we're gonna compliment each other mm. you're gonna do what i can't do but i'm gonna do what you can't do mm -hmm. in other words you have the strength you are the young one you you go and work you go do the things to provide for this home you, you look all good and and prepare yourself i love mm -hmm. it because she gave her a strategy later on and we'll, we'll talk about that as Naomi's wisdom, but she had youth. She was beautiful. She went out there. She worked. She hustled. Mm -hmm. She wasn't scared. She didn't say, you know what? Oh lady, now I got to carry with you. <laughs> now I got to work for me and I got to work for you. Really dude. This is there. There's no benefit in this relationship. Many of us always looking for benefits mm -hmm. in relationships. And when will we look at somebody else and say, you know what? How can I serve yes. you? How can I be there for you in this mm -hmm. season? Yes. I love My that. Lord. I love it. I love it. It's just that servant's heart is loyalty and service. And that's what Ruth had. She went out there, she hustled and came back to Ruth, uh, to, to Naomi and they benefit off of the blessing. Mm. And, and one of the blessings was that when Ruth needed Naomi's wisdom, mm. uh, uh, Naomi said, girl, I know how to catch exactly. a man. I'm going to tell you right quick. You're going to wash your face because you've been working all day. You stinky. And you're going to go and take a nice little shower. You're going to put some perfume on. Anoint yourself. You know, go and get dressed and look good. And this is what you're going to do. And, and this is the way to do it because mm -hmm. this is our culture. And I know you don't understand our culture, but I'm going to give you the inside scoop. I'm going to tell you exactly how you're going to catch this man because this is reserved. This blessing is for you. Jesus. You just need to know the know-hows. You need to know the strategy. Mm -hmm. And because I'm wise, 
<laughs> and because this is what I, I can offer this relationship. You're offering the, the, the provision, but I'm offering the revelation. Oh my God, I love that. You know, it's funny because now thinking about it, so many times there's people that just want to go with the crowd, right? Uh, oh, I'm, I'm young, so I want to roll with the young crowd. I want to go, Ruth had the opportunity to go with Orpa because I'm going to assume they were about the same age. They could have just, you know, gone, gone back to Moab to try to find a husband or just, you know, do whatever young people do together. Mm. But instead she says, you know what? I've done life with this lady long enough. I know her and I know that she carries something that I, is of benefit to me. And sometimes it's not the physical thing that mm. you can offer somebody. It's, you know what? I... I need more, more Ooh. than somebody that can provide little simple things. How about wisdom? Not just any friendship can offer you wisdom. Mm. I, don't, I don't know about y'all, but me personally, and I've said this before, I like to hang around people that are wise. Mm. I like to be around older people. I like to listen to what they're speaking about. What gems can I grab mm. from the conversation? Well, look at what she was doing because she went out into the field and she was saying, you know what? I I, I may not work here, but whatever anybody drops, I'm going to I'm going to catch. It was her characteristics to catch the gems, to catch the wheat. Every time somebody would drop <laughs> something, she would catch it. That. My God. And she was doing that from Naomi. She was used to doing that in the spirit. So, mm. so she was willing to do it in the physical. Uh, I love what Sandra just said. She says, um, uh, those are, I dare to say, unteachable traits. You are either pure in heart or not. Amen. There is something to be said about purity in heart. And the only thing that God looks at is the heart. Mm -hmm. If you are not pure in heart, you ain't going to the next level. You ain't going to be promoted. But I love that it was in Ruth's characteristics mm -hmm. to catch those gems. Yep. She was just catching those gems. And I, I love that. But we see here that Ruth gave her uh, uh, the, the youthfulness energy to provide mm -hmm. food for them. But Naomi gave the wisdom to catch yes. the man because at the end of the day, I want you to understand what this friendship mm -hmm. meant in eternity. Let me talk to you about purpose. Let me talk to you. And mm -hmm. with this, we're going to finish what it means to be connected for destiny. We said that God is a God of purpose. Mm -hmm. This is not haphazard. We are not together. We are not connected just because mm -hmm. I have nothing else better to do. I didn't come into your life and you came into mine just for no reason because right. we had nothing else. We had no friends. No, 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 no. This is a kingdom connection. So what I want to tell you is that kingdom connections are attached to our purpose mm -hmm. and our destiny. Mm -hmm. They are not haphazard. They are not just, oops, hey. I needed a new friend. No, 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 no. They're attached to destiny and purpose. Now, destiny and purpose go far beyond life. They go into eternity. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I, I, I want some of you girls to catch this tonight. You better ask the Holy Spirit to open up your spiritual eyes and your spiritual ears because you need to catch this. Let me tell you what this friendship, what this connection, what the tenacity in Ruth saying, I am clinging on to you for dear life. There is nothing that's going to separate me and you because we are joined by purpose and we are joined by something that is bigger than what I, I look. I don't know what it is. I can see Ruth saying, yeah. I don't know yeah. what it is, but there's something that attaches me to you that I can't let you go. Even if I wanted to yeah. girl, you ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Do you know what this friendship produced? Because Boaz was kin or family to the husband of 
Naomi. Mm-hmm. And so it could have been that somebody was going to provide for Naomi, but she served up somebody that was connected to her by covenant, not by blood, by covenant. This wasn't her daughter. Mm-hmm. This was her daughter-in-law, a widow. And all of a sudden she says, we're connected by this covenant. You're going to marry this man by the name of Boaz, which is the, the next of kin. This is the, the redeemer. This is the person that can redeem you. But I want you to know that when Ruth married Boaz, they had a son by the name of Obed. And Obed became the grandfather of King David, which in turn, from the lineage of David, came Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I want to talk to you about destiny and purpose, because there are connections that God will bring to us that although they don't look like nothing, listen, Orpah missed out. She couldn't get the revelation. She wasn't part of the genealogy. But I want to talk to you about a root. A woman that saw beyond what she can get at the moment. We got to stop being a culture of microwave uh, uh, things. We can't cultivate good things, purpose things, destiny things in the microwave. Mm. You got to put them in the oven for a long time. You got to let them cook for a while. You got to let it simmer. Mm -hmm. You got to let it marinate. My Lord Jesus. (laughs) Where, Where is the marination tonight? Is somebody allowing God to marinate? the blessings that belong to us, my God. Or do we want everything like this? We want quick fixes. We were talking about that mm-hmm. last week that, you know, we get out of one relationship, we run, run to another one because we want a quick fix to the pain that we're feeling. But Ruth said, I'm gonna see beyond the pain that I'm feeling of the loss. I don't wanna just jump into anybody's bed. I, I want the redeemer. I wanna be in the genealogy of Jesus. And she didn't know that, but it was revealed because she was able to hold on and say, you know what? I'm going to work for this anointing. Come on now. I'm willing to go onto the field. I'm willing to pick up leftovers. I'm willing to look like a fool for you because Naomi, I know that my blessing's coming through you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, maybe not today, but it's going to come one of these days. This, this is destiny. This is destiny driven. This is not just on the spot blessing. Come on, Bonnie. You know what I love that although neither of them knew what what was expected, you know, throughout these seasons that they had to endure together, but God came through. Mm. God was coming through and it was just like God started to expose the plans that he had for them. And little by little, they were able to experience mm. a blessing mm-hmm. together because Ruth, she was like... I, she identified that, listen, I know this woman, She, I'm, I'm following her. And I think that we need to identify in our circle who are those people that uh, uh, we can lock arms with so that we can um, then head towards destiny. People right. that can um, add and not subtract into where we are headed, mm-hmm. you know, not knowing the, the exact place where God is going to, pu- going to put us, but just trusting in the God in in our God that he's going to get us to a place Mm. you know and that has a lot to do with faith I love that I love that I want to leave you with a verse that is very important for us to remember uh John 15 we'll be reading from 12 to 15 uh John 15 12 to 15 it says this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you no one has greater love than this to lay down one's life for one's friend You are my friends if you do what I command you. 
I do not call you servants any longer because the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything I have heard from my father. I love this. This is uh, the epitome of what we're talking about here. It is talking about how uh, friendship should be. There is no greater love. There is no greater friendship. There is no greater covenant than laying down your life for a friend then 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 say you know what yes i can be eating all week long mm -hmm. but if you're suffering I'm suffering. If your marriage is about to end, then that is important to me. If your kid is in the hospital, then we're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to get into this together because if God is not just hearing you, mm -hmm. the Bible says that if two shall agree on any one thing on earth, it shall be done. And I am telling you, when you come into it together, the Bible says that one will put a thousand to flight, but two will put 10,000 to flight. It's that synergy energy that you put together and say, you know what, sister, I'm going to stand by your mm -hmm. side. What do you need me to pray for? Where are the sisters keepers tonight? I wish somebody put hashtag my sister's keeper. Amen. Come on, somebody. Hashtag my sister's keeper. Where are the sisters keeper? Where are the genuine loyal people? Are there any people left out there? Is there anybody that says, you know what? I want greater. I want to be attached to destiny. Mm -hmm. I want to be a purpose person. I don't want to just be just anybody. I, I am my sister's keeper. Where are those women tonight? Is there anybody tonight that is their sister's keeper? Will anybody put on my sister's keeper? Amanda, thank you. Thank you, Nancy. Yes, thank you, Celeste. I am my sister's keeper. Anybody else that is a sister's keeper? Lori Mel, thank you. Yes, we are our sister's keeper. Listen, we can make the difference. Amen. We can stop this cattiness. We can stop this jealousy. Mm -hmm. We can stop tearing each other apart. Jocelyn, thank you. We have to make the difference. We have to make the difference. We got to stand up. Latoya, I am my sister's keeper. Thank you. Yes. Rocco, thank you. I appreciate that. Ladies, we are our sister's keeper and we can change this. It only takes one person to say, you know what? I'm not going to be fake. Amen. I'm not going to be fake. Sandra, thank you. Yes. I am my sister's keeper. I'm going to make the difference because listen, when you have a pure heart for the people that God has placed around you, God will promote you. God will give you that Boaz. Boaz doesn't have to signify a man. Come on. Boaz can be your promise. Boaz can be that next thing to take you to the next season. Listen, Ruth didn't have to want for anything. Mm. God provided everything through Boaz. Boaz can signify that next season that you're praying for. If you are loyal, if you are obedient to what God is saying, if you're not looking for the, the, the fish and, and the bread, if you're not there just for the benefits, for the French benefits, if you're only there for the benefits that a person's going to give you, long and behold, things are going to get ugly and they're going to reveal who you really are. We got to be real people, Christine. Thank you. Yes, we got to be real sisters keepers. And it starts in here. And God will reward us with that Boaz, whatever that is. Brenda, thank you. Yes, we are our sister's keeper. God is going to reward us with that. But I love this last point where Jesus said, it says here, but I have called you friends because I have made known to you everything that I have heard from my father. Mm -hmm. Jesus wasn't plotting. He wasn't, he didn't have any hidden agendas. Mm -hmm. He wasn't saying, you know what, I want connections because I want everybody to know that I'm the Christ. 
I'm the son of God. So if you know me and you tell somebody else, this is going to spread like wildfire. I want notoriety. I want everybody to know who I am. Jesus didn't say that. He said, listen, everything, everything. I have made known everything to you. In other words, I am plotting. There are so many people that are in our lives that are plotting and we don't know that they've been, they, 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 they're in there for the long run. They're like, you know what? I can spend a year trying to work this person because mm -hmm. I know yeah, she works for such and such company. I can give this a year. I'm going to lay the foundation. I'm going to yep. take my time. There are schemers out there that will get next to you because of, of something that can benefit them because of the benefits, because you work for so-and-so, because you know so-and-so, because yep. you have that platform. And you know what? I got a whole year to, sp to spare. Mm -hmm. I'm going to work you so good you don't even know what hit you. But Jesus said, I showed you everything. I have known, I, I have made known everything to you, everything that my father has taught me. In other words, this is tra transparency. I'm showing you everything. I'm telling you everything that my father has shown me. Where are the transparent sisters? Mm. Where are the women that don't have any hidden agendas? Because long and behold, discerning is going to kick in. Revelation is going to kick in and we're going to see the nitty gritty. We're going to see who's hiding behind the, the fakeness, the, the, facade, the facade, the mask. Yep. Ladies, we, we're going back to what God gave us. Listen to this. Kingdom connections in wilderness seasons. Will you be your sister's keeper? This has been episode three of season four, my sister's keeper. Listen, we need to grow this. This is a movement. You need to tell somebody to tell somebody that we're here. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. we are live. We are going live with wonderful and beautiful deep conversations that challenge us, Amen. that challenge our thinking and make us want to be better. So go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. By the way, we will not be live next week because I am going out of town on an assignment. I have things that I got to get done, so I will not be here in Florida. But we will reconvene the following Tuesday. I will keep you abreast of it. I will put all the information down. Fani will also make a flyer. You will be um, joining us, not this Tuesday coming up, but the following Tuesday. So ladies, it has been wonderful to be with you. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you share this. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, hit us up in our website, lhm1.org, and we'll see you soon. We love you. Thank you for love joining you us. Thank God you. bless you Good all. Night. Have a great night. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl. 